Good morning, everybody. Kevin Draco here, host of this dream house. And yes, in fact, the boys are back in town and the band is back together. This is This Dream House, brought to you in part by Appliance Factory and Mattress Kingdom, Colorado's largest appliance and mattress retailer. This Dream House, if you don't already know, is a program that's all about the home. And we're going to discuss renovations, remodels, and converting your property into your dream house. And we're also going to navigate some common homeowner pitfalls and even give you advice on buying and selling homes. My God, it is good seeing you both back on the show. I miss y'all. Believe it or not, I did miss you. Where have you guys been? I've been working here nonstop. And then you guys just take a break and then just come back whenever you feel like it? Well, you know, Chef, I am sure has been working. There's only one guy on this show that's been taking a break, and it's yours truly. I have the most wonderful wife. I mean, literally, how many wives will say, yeah, you could walk away from it all. We're going to move to Europe, and you don't have to do nothing. I got to tell you, uh, Chef Mark here, I got to tell you, uh, you are indeed a trophy husband. Indeed. I was kept. I was a kept man. And, and, you know, I mean, that's just how I roll, right? I mean, I was like the the cabana boy, the pool, whatever you want to call it. But had a great time. But most importantly, it's fabulous to be back in the beautiful city of Denver. Got a nice place downtown now, enjoying life. And um, look, I'm re- we're ready to get this show back going again, and uh, uh, we're ready to uh, bring a lot of new fun things to uh, to the radio show. So, hey, Kev, you know, I wanted to talk to you this week uh, a little bit about something I heard on the with Zach and Stokely, okay? And they talked about the divorce between Seattle and Russ Wilson, and they questioned his speed and his uh, if he was elusive and if he was a top tier quarterback anymore. Why put the brakes? on Russ, who really seems to have a lot of this physical element. And yet, I I, kind of remember when Peyton uh, came here. Now, Zach and Stoke weren't here uh, on air. But I I don't remember people questioning whether Peyton could still be a top-10 quarterback. We just knew it based on what he did. And I guess I'm on the side that based on what Russ has done and, and, and based on his physical shape, and pretty much coming from a, a an organization that really didn't like to necessarily throw the ball. So, of course, if I get a pass play, I'm probably myself going, yeah, I'm going to probably do everything I can do uh, to not just have a little dump-off play, right? I, I think Russ is capable of that. Um, but I guess my point is, are we being too hard on Russ and, and, and setting a lower uh, expectation of him? And if so, why? Well, the thing with Peyton Manning was he was coming off those four neck surgeries. So a lot of people were like, can he even throw a football anymore? But did they doubt it when a, he came a, in? A lot of people did. Mm, I kind of remember people just like, hey, it's Peyton. It's okay. Yeah. I, you might have been talking to me. <laughs> <laughs> I know that's your guy, man. But I, like Russell Wilson, uh, if you kind of look at his numbers over the years, like he's a top 10, top, at times top five quarterback. I think it's fair for people to be like, well, is he like I get there's some uncertainty. I'm kind of against Stokely on that. Like, yeah, dude, I don't think he's gonna be a top five guy right now. He's definitely top ten. And but the thing is with Seattle, that was a just dysfunctional franchise right there. The offensive he wasn't running the same offense. I know he's running the West Coast offense, but he's not running a Shanahan West Coast offense. So when he's here with Nathaniel Hackett. It's going to be more souped up. It's going to look a lot more sexy. Last year, he threw for 3,000 yards, 3,100, but he missed three games. So he probably wouldn't have gotten to that 4,000 mark 
He only threw 25 touchdowns. We'll round that up to 30 if he plays three more games. So I, I in I, an offense that really isn't throwing the ball. Let's yeah, be honest. And, and the offensive line was so bad out there. <laughs> they haven't had a running back since Marshawn Lynch. I mean, there was a lot of stuff. It's like, I, I it's kind of a miracle that Russell Wilson threw for 3,000 yards up there. All right. With that being said, my first guest today really needs no introduction. She's been captain of the Bronco cheerleaders. Uh, performed at two Super Bowls, which we'll talk about because, I, to me, I can't even imagine that. Um, then uh, became traffic reporter for Fox 31 here locally and, and, of course, earned the nickname Traffic Jam Sam. Then did some um, desk anchoring and currently uh, the in-stadium host for the Denver Broncos. And if that wasn't enough... Uh, during the pandemic, did a 360 switch and transitioned into home mortgage and lending with uh, Pivot Lending Group. And uh, Sam, my God, it's good to see you. You're kind of looking at me like, wow, what a, I, you need no intro, but that was a long <laughs> intro, Kev. You just rattled off my whole resume. <laughs> I, you know, I, I, I tried. And I think what was really interesting, uh, and, and, and I've known you for quite some time now, but I realized in doing some research, there was a lot I didn't know, and you've oh. done so many things. Uh, I think that's so admirable. Well, uh, thank you. Let's talk about pivot lending. Yeah. And what a transition um, that has been, and you talked about it. It was scary. Yeah, it definitely was, um, you know, a big leap to go from being on air, broadcasting with Fox 31, Um, But I did find a new avenue that I was really passionate about to be able to help people get into homes or just help them with financing in general. Obviously, you can do so much if you do already own a home and you have that equity in the property. Um, So multiple different reasons for, you know, leaving the news industry and getting into mortgages. But I've had a really successful run with it so far. I've been with Pivot for just over two years. and um, it's two years already. I know. And in those two years, I mean, have we ridden the roller coaster or have we? I mean, we've been through the rates that have dropped down to like 2% or sub 2% with the refi bonanza. And then all of a sudden we're in, you know, crazy housing market, like low inventories, buyer competition, all of these um, unreal offers well above asking, people doing insane appraisal gaps, and then pretty much everything rocketing to a halt when rates start going up and then buyers don't want to, you know, take that risk of getting into a home at a higher rate. The market has continued to change aggressively over the last two years. So. What makes Pivot sort of different than any other mortgage lending group, and why did you select them? Yeah, so first and foremost, we are here local. We're based out of the Ken Carroll area. Our offices are down there in southwest Littleton, and I'm based out of a new office location that's up in Boulder, so that's where my home base is. But we continue to always interact with not only our local folks here, but with our local credit unions. So we have a strong partnership with local credit unions here in Colorado and then local credit unions um, in other states where Pivot does business. And based on those relationships that we have with credit unions, we are able to not only help their members, but also to help other people with financing that our credit unions can help provide a relationship there if those folks 
maybe don't always fit those exact qualifications that are set forth by Fannie and Freddie guidelines. Sure. And, you know, you talked a little bit about the landscaping and, and it's constantly changing. Yeah. Would you say right now, because it, to your point, I mean, it, was, it always seemed to be a seller's market. I mean, I, I've heard of things like people going 70000 over cash in hand. Oh, right? 100 and, plus. Yeah, and not getting the deal. Right. And so now would you say, yeah, hey, Kev, this is a much more friendly sort of buyer's market. And in some way, does that make it easier for, you know, pivot lending to sort of meet their needs? Oh, my gosh. It was so hard for me to do my job back in February, March, April, because there were so many cash buyers that were coming from out of state. And those out of state cash buyers were pushing everyone that was here in mm, Colorado. Right. They're renting. They want to get out of renting. They want to stay in Colorado. They want to buy in Colorado. And we're getting pushed out by all of these out of state cash buyers. And it was making it really hard for me to do my job to help those folks get in to homes. Um, but now the whole landscape, as you mentioned, has changed. It is such a better state for buyers to get into homes, to be able to negotiate with sellers. There are a lot of motivated sellers that are trying to sell right now. And you have that upper hand. You have that ability to get into a home, to not have to fight just for a showing time. And mm. showing times back in the spring, it was like, you've got 10 minutes. You better run through every room Isn't and then crazy? put an offer in immediately. That I mean, insane. it's a completely different landscape. So if you are really seriously thinking about buying or maybe you just kind of want to dip your toe in the water, now is the time to do it and to get serious about it. I kind of chuckled a little bit. I saw this uh, statistic where it was like um, there was 3.1% uh, availability in properties this same time last year. And it's so much better because yes. it's 7.5%. I'm thinking, well, that doesn't <laughs> sound like a whole lot of places to, to look. No. So typically, based on statistics, inventory is still down. However, now, in comparison to earlier this year, inventory has continued to go up. And on top of that, we've seen less buyers competing to get those same properties. So if you're still in it, you're going to have a lot more properties to go after. You're going to have a lot less competition. Um, here's the thing about rates. Rates are temporary. Getting into that home that's going to be permanent for you. So get into the home, date the rate, but marry the home because that rate can be temporary. It can be refied at a later time into a different, you know, loan, a different rate. So it's not something that has to be permanent. You don't have to go into this home thinking, oh, well, there we go. We're paying a mortgage at, you know, a rate that's higher than what it was three months ago. But it's it's not something that you're committing to that mortgage for, you know, the next decade. You can always have that option of refining. Hey, Sam, I got a question for you. Since I got an expert sitting here, I want to know, is the 30-day closing the gold standard, the industry standard? What can your customers expect when they're working with you on a closing timeline? Yeah, so it's all going to it's going to differ, and it's going to differ for a lot of reasons. A lot of people are able to close in 21 days. Um, if they have a particular loan program that they're trying to utilize, 
um, let's say if they're trying to utilize CHAFA or other down payment assistance programs, you're most likely looking at a 30-day close because we do have to have some additional steps as part of the process to get you closed in certain loan programs. But a lot of people are able to close within 21. I have also, though, seen that buyers will negotiate with sellers if it's the buyer needs to vacate out of a rental property, you know, at a certain point in time, maybe they want to extend their closing longer than 30 days, or maybe they want to close in 30 days, but then have an occupancy that would, you know, move in a later time and give that seller some more time to stay in the property. There's a lot of different, you know, options There's a lot and of flexibility room there. And flexibility That's there. great. Yeah. And then I got another question. Um, so do you recommend that home buyers get pre-approved uh, to help save time? Okay. Oh, always. Tell so me about here's, that. Here's the thing. If you don't get pre-approved, number one, you could be spending all of your free time looking at houses online and on Zillow and wherever else, and you don't actually know what your budget is. You don't know, is this $400,000 house something that I can't afford? Can I afford more? Should I be looking at something less? Um, you also need to kind of get a better sense of the mortgage process if you've never been through that before, if you're a first-time home buyer, so that you have all of your ducks in a row. That way, as soon as you start looking at properties, you're not going to get discouraged because you saw the one, you saw that property. Oh, and by the time you got your pre-approval started, you got your documents in, we ran your credit it was too late. You missed the boat. You missed putting an offer in you on that property. You fell in love and you accidentally swiped left. Right. Yeah. So you don't want to fall in <laughs> love with a property before you get pre-approved and even know whether or not that that's, you know, the direction that you can go. And a pre-approval really doesn't take that long. But for some folks that maybe they want to work on some items within their credit and their credit report, maybe they want to make some better plans on what kind of funds they're bringing for down payment or if they need to access gift funds from a relative. All of these items can sometimes take time to to get organized. And so it's always a good idea to get pre-approved and know what you're looking at before you start shopping. Oh, that's great advice. Thanks for letting us know. So Sam, tell, <laughs> let's let everybody know, how can somebody get in contact with you? <laughs> yeah. Well, you can either go to a website, apply to sam.com. Apply to sam.com will lead you right to my webpage. You can contact me, either call or text at 720-454-4704. And you can also just check out the pivotlending.com website and get more information there. Yeah, so pivotlending.com and um, apply to Sam. That's kind of catchy. Yeah. I I even remember that. I think our listeners driving down the road could remember that. And, you know, kind of leads me and segues. See how I did that segue, you guys? You see? I haven't really been gone for three years. Sam's got the best cash lines. That was was the worst segue. No, it wasn't. Uh, well, you don't even know what I'm going to say yet. <laughs> well, maybe you do. Uh, all right, that's so, not a bad segue. Ke- Kevin I, is a mind reader. I, 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 I've got to ask you when when you were on um, Box Thirty One. I'll yeah. never forget the day I first heard Traffic Jam Sam. Uh huh. Which I don't, it made me chuckle out loud. Who coined that? And then it took off, right? Oh, it totally did. Yeah, everybody around the station, or even folks that would tweet at me during the morning show. 
Um, they loved calling me Traffic Jam Sam. And so Megan O'Halloran, who was our news anchor on the morning show with Fox 31, she started calling me Traffic Jam Sam just randomly one day. But there's a little bit of a backstory to that. So she actually used to work in Nashville before she worked in Denver. She worked at a news station there. And there also was a traffic reporter. She also was named Sam. And she actually was the first one that I'm aware of. Maybe there's someone before her. I don't know. Maybe this is just like a long line of Traffic Jam Sams. But that gal in Nashville... She calls herself Traffic Jam Sam, and she actually has the Twitter handle to prove it, too. So You, you know, it actually disappoints me a little bit, and I'm going to tell you why. Because I thought, wow, Megan, that's clever. That was so clever. <laughs> you right? can't give Megan that much credit. No, I, 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 and I wanted to. I really did. So, you know, okay, yeah, I get it. Um, so, you know, you performed in two Super Bowls. Yeah. And, and I think I mentioned it earlier. Like, I can't even fathom – I mean, what for you, was there this pressure that, okay, it's one thing to sort of perform at a game and you've been at games in front of large audiences, but like, does it ever kick in that you're, you know, you're, you're performing in front of millions of people and, oh God, please don't let me slip. I, I don't know. I don't know what goes through your mind. Um, no, that definitely did not go through my mind, but I also think, I mean, like, let's be real. They only give so much airtime to the cheerleaders, so it's not like we were going to be on TV with cameras in front of us the same way that the guys are when they're on the field. So <laughs> I get it. They get a lot of time. But they get do, a lot of time. You do get time. Like, I don't know. I don't care if it was three seconds. I have a hard enough time coming on here and like, you know, <laughs> well, you want me to do what, when, and how? I'm like, you know, I get nervous, to be honest with you. And so yeah. I can't imagine that. But um, also currently you do um, – in stadium announcing for the Broncos currently, which has got to be cool because you get to. I, I'm sure you know a lot of people over there and say hey and catch oh, up with yeah. people. What it's awesome. What, what happens for that? What are you doing? Right. So two. Well, not this season, but last season. So I, it's it feels like two seasons ago, but it's actually last season. Um, we at the Broncos really wanted to continue to engage more with our fans to be able to connect with different kinds of contests or fan features. And so when the Broncos decided that they were going to create this role for an in-stadium host and more fan engagement, they reached out to me and I was just like, oh my gosh, I'm super honored. I will be there in a heartbeat. That is incredible. Yeah. <laughs> so what we do throughout the games, um, I'm going to be walking around through the stadium. We meet up with different fans. We have different kinds of contests that those fans can compete in for prizes. And also something a little bit new this season, as we always do feature our ring of famers and our Broncos legends throughout, you know, any Broncos game this year, I actually get to go and kind of hang out with the guys. So, you know, if it's Carl Mecklenburg, that's going to be in there or, you know, maybe Steve Atwater one day, I know he's obviously reporting every game with the team, but just any of those guys that are ring of famers or our Broncos legends that are being featured at the game, I'll be able to kind of hang out with them and make it a little bit more interactive for all of the fans. Uh, before we let you go, this is opening weekend. For the Broncos. Mm. Oh. Um, the greatest time of year. They're playing on Monday night. And I'm going to try to pick. I, I think we'll start with Sam because okay. she's probably going to be the one that's most right. So, Sam, oh. what we want to do <laughs> no here. Pressure. Let, none, none. None whatsoever. Um, I want to get your game prediction for the Seahawks. But then I also want to know 
I mean, obviously everybody's kind of excited about this team. Okay, so then I want your what's going to be the record at the end of the year? Prediction? Oh my gosh, the record. Well, let's just say let's go to the Super Bowl. We're, I mean, when we, when we. So you're saying like undefeated or something? <laughs> well, not undefeated, <laughs> okay. but. <laughs> okay, so first, who's winning on Monday night? Monday night, I'm going Broncos 27 17. Wow. I think, though, it's going to be a heck of a game because we all know how loud it gets in Seattle. And, of course, there's, a, you know, a, a big reason that they're going to Seattle. We have Russell Wilson. And um, I don't know how the fans are going to react to that. It's, it's one of those, like, bittersweet moments for them. First off, good pick. Well, thank you. I'll explain that in a little bit. And we don't talk about this before. This is like, hey, spur of the moment, pick <laughs> yeah. your scores and who's going to win. Okay. Chef. Well, I am not admittedly a football, baseball, basketball Right. If we were fan. talking I, like BMX biking no, or we're talking hiking World Cup, or downhill mountain biking, I yeah. can tell you who's got the it. point leader yeah, and I got how it. much. Um, so I'm going to be a little bit more generic in my prediction. Uh, it's going to be Broncos by three. All right. And uh, what do you think for the season? What do you think the record's going to be? Um, I think they're going to improve on last season, 10 and 7. 10 and 7. All right. Very nice. Mr. K- our local pro, because this is what this guy does every day. <laughs> you know, he, he's on with Orlando and Cecil, and then, you know, d- he knows all the guys. He has all this conversation, so you better be right. Uh, uh, I got to be right. You got to be right. You're all the right. only one with pressure. So I what will, do you got? I will go 12 and 5 on the season. 12 and 5. I okay. think they improved that much. I'm going to say 27-16. Oh. I don't think I don't think Drew Locke or Geno Smith is going to do anything against this Denver defense. Okay. All I right. watched I watched Dak Prescott Wait, not was, be able to move the ball. But what was the win total again? 12 and 5. Wow. I okay. Because, I'm feeling right. a lot more confident about my actual score now cuz <laughs> well, it's about to get here. even better, Sam. <laughs> because okay. really think about it. Is this team going to lose more than 5 games? Okay. I mean, Here that's, we go. Kind of, that's kind of how I'm looking at it. Um, yes, I think they are. And, and, and look, I, I, I think this team, we're, we're getting there, right? Even if we look at Peyton's first year, Peyton came in, um, took a little bit to get the offense going. And, look, this that team was already built for a Super Bowl. Uh, this team isn't necessarily built for a Super Bowl. You know, it's struggled, and it's you're not going to build it in a year. I think we're going to be much better. And, yes, Russell Wilson adds a lot. I think we have some depth to add. That being said, here's what I think. Very close game to start. Maybe even a little bit like, oh, God. All right? You're, it, it, think about it. You're in Seattle. Um, it's a tough place to play. So I think Seattle's going to keep it close. But ultimately, I do agree with you. I do think this defense is going to keep them down. And um, to Sam's credit, I have it at 27-17. I was kind of going to go three points for the game. However, I really think it is going to ultimately they're going to pull away a little bit somewhat comfortably. So I'm going to go 27-17, and I'm going to stick with where I was in the beginning of my thoughts in the beginning of the season, which were 10-7, and okay? A stretch is 11. I wouldn't be surprised 9-8. But really, I think it's ten and seven. And here's the crazy thing: let's admit it, right, Kev? Um, ten and seven, you could you you could finish second or third. I don't think you'll win it at ten and seven. But frankly, you could finish in fourth. And I think that's what's so intriguing about this season. If the Broncos came in last, would I be shocked? No, I really wouldn't be. Um, I think any worse than nine and eight, yeah. 
that would hmm. be a disappointment. I don't know how you guys feel, but I would be disappointed. Oh, yeah. yeah. I will you. give you some feedback. From my perspective, and this is maybe some interesting information that doesn't matter to anyone else, but since I work with the photogs, that's a short name for the camera guys. Okay. The video gotcha. folks yeah, out yeah. there. I thought that was a breed um, of a dog for a yeah. second. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. Hey, I'm just rolling. I, I get it. Photogs, right? Photo. Okay, it's got to be. Yeah. I'm with you. So the photogs that work with the team constantly are like, Coach Hackett, the dude is awesome. He gives us so much access to the team. He gives us so much access to the players. There's such a different energy. There's such a different vibe in the locker room, out on the, you know, field, practice field, everything. So I think a lot of the coach's energy, coach's attitude can really, of course, set the trajectory for how those players are going to get out there on the field and what they're going to do throughout the season, even if, per se, it's not, you know, set up to be a Super Bowl team just yet. Um, but I do think that that kind of energy in the locker room and in the team in general, I mean, even the photogs are commenting about how awesome it is just to be around that. So Yeah, maybe the Cincinnati Bengals of this season, right? Could be. I, I don't think that's a uh, unfair uh, go-to. So, Sam, thank you so much. It's been enjoyable. My God, I, I have a hard, t- hard enough time just keeping up with you on one show, let alone living your life. Yeah. So I want to thank you for coming in and being <laughs> part of the so show. Thank you so much for We really me. enjoyed having you. And hopefully we'll get you back on, and we'll have to review this uh, right. pick, okay? <laughs> right. You'll be like, well, where were your scores, actually? <laughs> <laughs> All right. We'll be right back, everybody. Don't buy until you shop Appliance Factory and Mattress Kingdom, Colorado's appliance and mattress experts. With 18 Colorado stores and a 4.7 Google rating, say 30 to 60% on thousands of appliances and mattresses in stock and available for next day delivery. They have more products in stock than anywhere in Colorado. Appliance Factory gets exclusive factory buys from the manufacturers at a huge discount and passes that savings on to you. Guaranteed to beat Lowe's and Home Depot's sales prices. Save 30 to 60% from GE to KitchenAid, Whirlpool to Samsung at Appliance Factory, Colorado's appliance experts with a 4.7 Google rating. Plus, Mattress Kingdom inside Appliance Factory, unbelievable savings. Work with the sleep experts at Mattress Kingdom. They have the most innovative brands like Purple and Nectar to Tempur-Pedic and Sealy. Save 30 to 60% on thousands of appliances and mattresses in stock. Appliance Factory and Mattress Kingdom has unbeatable savings. Don't buy until you shop at Appliance Factory and Mattress Kingdom. Visit appliancefactory.com. Welcome back to this dream house, and it's time for our newest segment called 10 Second Tips from Chef Mark, sponsored by Appliance Factory Fine Lines, Denver's luxury retailer. The next time you're in Fine Lines, ask how you can qualify for an in-home cooking class for you and 10 of your closest friends with my co-host celebrity chef, Mark. Okay, chef, I was out on your YouTube channel, and I saw this 10 Second Tips, and I, I was so amazed by it, and I thought, well, wouldn't that be fun to do here? We have a listener. Uh, they may be driving in their car. Maybe they're even at home. Um, but I'm going to give you 10 seconds to share a tip. Okay. And I'm going to pick the tip. Okay. And t- today's tip is going to be um, how to sharpen your knives. Okay. Our best way to sharpen your knives. Okay, is that fair? Is that easier? You want me to talk about? 10 seconds. Ten, that's all I get is 10 seconds. Not 11 seconds. Not 15 Don't seconds. go over. 10. Don't go over. Okay. Kev, you, my best. you have this You uh, want me to ready? time this? I need you to time it, man. Okay. He gets 10 seconds. Whew. All right. Um, Mark, go. 
Okay, what you want to use is one of those sharpening steels. It's like a rod that's in your kitchen, and you run your knife on both sides of that, and that both removes the burrs, centers the blade, and keeps your knife sharp. Death? <laughs> on the dot. No! Oh! I swear. What? I promise. What? Yes. Wow, chef. That was... That was pretty good. Kind of still sounded... You know, kind of like the end of an ad, like a disclaimer at times. But he's got 10 seconds. That was pretty dang good. That's bringing the heat. Now, I'm a little worried that our listeners, as quick as that was, may have not picked up on that. So sure. how could our listeners see the full segment yeah. on, uh, on your YouTube? Yeah, so my YouTube channel is Chef Mark Kalix. So chef, like a guy who cooks, my name is Mark with a K and K-A-L-I-X. Go there, and I have a whole playlist of knife skills, including including how to keep your knives sharp and how to use them. Well, you guys, look, what a fun time being back together. Like I said, the band is back together. And um, I want to thank you guys for a, a great time today and remind our listeners to not forget to join us next Sunday here on 104.3 The Fan for more great information all about the home on this dream house. Have a great day, everybody. Don't buy until you shop Appliance Factory and Mattress Kingdom, Colorado's appliance and mattress experts. With 18 Colorado stores and a 4.7 Google rating. Save 30 to 60% on thousands of appliances and mattresses in stock and available for next day delivery. They have more products in stock than anywhere in Colorado. Appliance Factory gets exclusive factory buys from the manufacturers at a huge discount and passes that savings on to you. Guaranteed to beat Lowe's and Home Depot sales prices. Save 30 to 60% from GE to KitchenAid, Whirlpool to Samsung at Appliance Factory. Colorado's appliance experts with a 4.7 Google rating. Plus, Mattress Kingdom inside Appliance Factory. Unbelievable savings. Work with the sleep experts at Mattress Kingdom. They have the most innovative brands like Purple and Nectar to Tempur-Pedic and Sealy. Save 30 to 60% on thousands of appliances and mattresses in stock. Appliance Factory and Mattress Kingdom has unbeatable savings. Don't buy until you shop at Appliance Factory and Mattress Kingdom. Visit ApplianceFactory.com.